0: What is that? What was that? I knew it had to do with healing. I knew it had to do with healing, and I knew it was connected to us, you know, but I didn't understand it to the fullness of the healing that was taking place. And even today, I'm still discovering um, the the healing that was taking place from that crown being on his head and just going up and up and up and up. (laughs)
1: God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring, we equip for that outpouring, so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Bus,
2: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We are so happy to have with us our dear friend, Dean Braxton. He loves to come on this podcast and begin to share some things that the Lord hasn't given him liberty to share before. I don't know how it is that God has blessed us so much to get the privilege to be present as he rolls out these revelations that he has seen in heaven that are kind of unexpected. He didn't know what to expect, but he saw things that he wants to share with us today about the healing rays that are coming from Jesus. Welcome to the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. And we want to really encourage you to go to our website, and give us your feedback on this podcast, especially if you haven't signed up for our emails, be sure to do that. Be sure to subscribe. But this particular one, I believe we're going to have some things that are going to come up in your spirit that you'll want to add to this conversation. And we would love to have that. And and our brother Dean would love to have that if the Lord shows you any scriptures to add to this, because the Lord has always given him the understanding understanding of how important it is to have a scriptural basis for everything that he saw in heaven. And there are things that he's not going to talk about because he doesn't know where the scriptures are. But there are things that we're going to talk about today that we're discussing and digging for the scriptures that maybe we've missed something and the Lord is showing it to you, a scripture that we can use to help to understand, as Dean shares with us on this podcast, things that he saw in heaven. It's wonderful, Brother Dean, to have you back with us again. It just is such a privilege. We feel so honored and privileged and humbled that you would take time with us, that the Lord has opened up this opportunity for us to communicate together and for you to bring some of the things that uh, the Lord hasn't permitted you to bring at other times. So thanks and welcome to the Global Outpouring podcast today.
0: Well, thank you for having me. It's always a privilege to uh, be able to do this with you and and my brother Phil. You know, I always look at it this way, uh, Sharon. You know, when Jesus said to me, no, it's not your time, go back, I take that statement um, very seriously, not in the sense of me just coming back to the planet, but then the next thing I was saying, you've heard me say, he knew each and every person that I was going to come in contact with. I really believe, you know, how the Bible says our steps are ordered by the Lord. Uh, having this experience and seeing things from that perspective out there I really do believe my steps are ordered by the Lord and I can tell I don't know about you I can tell when I'm out of those steps
3: mm-hmm. it's
0: very seldom I got out of them but every yeah. once while I got out of them and there were consequences but I'm not staying in the steps because there's consequences I really do want people to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior amen you yeah. know and I have the privilege of having that focus in such a way that I get the opportunity to go, you know, throughout the United States and around the world as Gwen did, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. To share uh, how much Jesus loves people. Yes. Amen. Oh, and
2: absolutely. this is
0: one avenue oh. that I get to do it is through your organization and this program.
3: Wow.
2: We're just excited and delighted every time we get to have you on this podcast. Because Amen. God God yeah. keeps revealing things that are they're revelatory. And to me, they're life-changing. It's like, oh, I get a new perspective. Oh, yeah. It's like the light comes on. So let's dive right in. When you had your experience where you left your body and your body died and you went to be with the Father and Jesus, tell us something about your experience and what, what really struck you about seeing Jesus. Tell us some things about Jesus. I'm not interested in what color his hair was or what color his eyes were. Yeah, no. I want to know about the relational things that happened and what, what uh, impressed you and what struck you.
0: So that's a very good question. I was talking to someone just today on the phone, and I said one of the questions I always get, um, because I'm going to do question and answering at his church, and we were setting that up. I said people always want to know what Jesus looks like, and I always tell people in heaven no one's, concern what Jesus looks like,
3: you know, <laughs> and
0: he's and I, the best way for me to describe it, he's more beautiful than you can imagine. And every moment by the time you probably grasp he's beautiful, he's more beautiful than that.
3: Mm-hmm. And so
0: it's, it's, I try my best to describe the physical appearance of him because people want to compare that with two things, either the paintings that they've seen, or they want to um, compare it to a vision that they had or a dream they had of Jesus. But the reality of, it's when you get to heaven no one's really thinking about what Jesus looks like they're looking at the essence of Jesus and and experiencing Mm. the love he has for them Yes. and it's I feel like sometimes in trying to describe the physical appearance of Jesus, I'm doing him a dishonor mm. um, because it's, it's not about his appearance. You know, if you read the Bible, when um, Thomas said, unless I see the nail prints in his hand and put my hand in the side, I'm not going to believe. And then yet when he did show up in the book of John, uh, Thomas <laughs> wanted to renege on his statement because <laughs> Jesus and the love that was just overflowing for Jesus for him. Now, he did it because Jesus said do it, but he didn't do it because he needed to do it. He did it because he was told by Jesus to do it. Mm -hmm. So when I'm trying to describe him from a physical point of view, and I know other colleagues of mine have tried too, and everyone that I know, we really feel like we're way short in trying to describe the beauty of Jesus Mm -hmm. because it's more than just a physical appearance. And in heaven, he's not even looked at in that realm. Uh, he, You know, you look at him because he loves you so much and you see pure love. But he is also Lord and Lord and King of kings. And so he's honored in that way by every creation there in heaven. And one of the things that really got me in looking at Jesus, and there's so many, you know, even talking to you right now, I'm visually in my head seeing him. Mm -hmm. And as I'm looking at him, I'm wowing about this, you know, the love that came from his feet. I'm wowing that his hands, even though they have the nail prints in them, the love and the glory that was coming from his hands. And yet his entire body was was glowing with, with light that was so um, engulfing me that it mm-hmm. felt like he was hugging me every moment I was looking at him mm-hmm. and, you know, and looking into his eyes and getting lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will probably not even come even an uh, inch close to really describing looking into the eyes of Jesus and getting lost in wow. that even talking to Amazing. you. Right now, I feel like I got lost. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I can see it on your face.
2: (laughs) I was hoping you'd still be able to talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I have to move on from those things. But then I also looked on top of his head. And people always ask me, you know, what color is his hair? And John did a really good job in describing that in the book of Revelation. And so... You know, I don't really want to try to um, one up him by trying to describe it a a different way than he did. Um, It wasn't hanging down, so I couldn't tell you that it was this long or that long or anything like that. Uh, The way out thing is there's nothing dead in heaven, and our hair. Uh, on the planet are dead particles, but a hair in heaven is not dead. So it's, how do you describe hair that's not dead Mm -hmm. (laughs) in a place where everybody else's hair is dead, you know? (laughs) Wow. So, uh, you know, that's hard to put into words, but what really got me was on his head, I say was like a crown Uh, and it'd be more like a, you know, a crown that we would see, you know, the Kings and Queens of Europe uh, have Mm -hmm. on. Um, and, and because of just the way it went up. I'm not saying that's really what it is. That's the closest I can come to describing what I saw, but it really looked like someone took the sun and just... I kind of like placed it on his head and and the rays were just going up and wow. up in the atmosphere up and I hate to use that atmosphere because that's what we use on the planet but up into the into the heavenly skies that's a better way of probably putting it mm. and when they were going up they were spreading out so it wasn't like they were just going up in one singular um, direction in the sense of one tube this way and it stayed a tube it was like shooting out uh, all over the place like the sun like a light would shine up but each one had the distinctions to it and so these rays were coming off of that crown and going up and his hair was wrapped around the lights or the rays that were going up mm-hmm. and you know um everything has a significance and so at the moment i really when i came back i was trying to describe that and And I knew that that had a significance. The crown on his head had a significance. The rays going up had a significance. The hair wrapped around the rays as they were going up had a significance. And the only thing I could remember saying within the first um, few days of coming back and describing that was they were healing in those uh, rays. Mm -hmm. And those rays I knew were connected to the earth. I knew they were going up and connected to the earth. And it really got me because I knew that. And and it was way outside of anything I could ever think of. Anything I could ever say, anything I could even imagine would be having in heaven was to see that crown like um, sun and it was on top of Jesus' head with the hair around it and the rays just going out and they were no end to it. It wasn't like I could look up and say, whoa, it ends right there. It ends right there. They were just going out and kept on going. Now in heaven, no one was wowing about it, (laughs) like we would be wowing about it here on the planet you know, um, no one would say, "Whoa, look at all those rays go up there! Where it's going on?" That type of thing. You know, even me to the certain extent, as I saw it, really, where I was wowing was mainly when I was in my hospital room and I was thinking about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and and, wow. and there were so many things I was thinking about, but that was one of the things that I was kind of like. What is that? What was that? I knew it had to do with healing. I knew it had to do with healing and I knew it was connected to us, you know, but I didn't understand it to the fullness of the healing that was taking place. And even today, I'm still discovering um the healing that was taking place. From that crown being on his head oh, and just going up and up and up and up, you know, and it went out of heaven. So it didn't stop in heaven. yeah. And just oh. like what do you say confined to the heavenly realm, it was coming to this planet, you know, oh. and I knew that it was just I knew that I knew that I knew. And oh. so uh, and I don't know why I said healing, you know, um, I didn't have anything in my past a Bible study, anything anyone's ever preached to me about a crown being on Jesus's head that looked like the sun that had healing in it, Uh you know, and the hair was wrapped around. I had no thought of that anywhere inside of me until that moment when I saw that uh, there with Jesus. And so you know, it was one of those things, I wouldn't say I was complex, because I'd never really been complex about anything that happened in heaven. It's either you accept it or you don't accept it. <laughs>
1: yeah, we had the opportunity uh, some years back, we were in London, and we went to see the crown jewels.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was the most astounding thing, you know, to look at all the these magnificent crowns and orbs and scepters and full of diamonds and all these precious stones that are just all priceless. Wow. But I thought, you know, this, I can't compare it to the glory of what you saw. Yeah. You know, it's just the best earth could offer,
0: you know. But even you talking about that, field, it gives more of a perspective to it. Mm -hmm. You know, the jewels, you know, because we're connected to that crown. Each and every person that's born again on this planet is connected to that crown. And the jewels you know, on that crown that you just talked about are precious, you know, they're, you'd say they're priceless. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. We could say they were worth a billion, two billion, but in reality they're priceless to the people that have them. Sure. Does yeah. that make sense to you?
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Hmm. So even saying that, you know, you saying that I just was uh, just kind of like, wow, you know, more things were kind of opening up for me on that. But wow. that was one of the things that when I came back to the planet, I was just like, what was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm serious. I don't remember ever reading anything like that. And even wow. John, when he discusses uh, in Revelation, he doesn't really, he, you know, the throne piece, he talks about something similar. But I was like, whoa. That is something, you know what I mean, um, that Jesus would have that light like crown on his head that looked like the sun with its rays going up and his hair wrapped around the rays. Yeah. And, you know, it has something to do with healing. And the closest yeah. scripture I came to it and we looked it up earlier was a scripture that was found in Malachi, the fourth chapter, the second verse, which says. Um, and I'll read it out of the King James version first and then read it in the uh New uh, English Translation, but unto you that fear my name shall the sun, S-U-N, a righteous arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. Mm-hmm. And I like to read that the uh, New English Translation says it. But for you who respect my name, the Son of Vindication will rise with healing wings. Mm. And you will skip about like calves released from the stall. And I thought, whoa, this is powerful. When I first read that, and I didn't go looking for this, I'm just a Bible reader. I always want people to know that. And I read that and I understood what the SUN meant. It was Mm. talking about that crown Mm. on top of Jesus's head. You know, in the old days, if you would have quoted that to me, I would have said Mm S-O-N, not S-U-N. You hear what I'm saying? Right. (laughs) My first natural thought was, you're talking about the sun, S-O-N. But that's S-U-N. Yes. And it's vindication. And if if you look those things up a little bit more, they're talking about healing people, people being actually healed mentally and physically being healed, you know? And so, um, Sharon, you had some other scriptures that you looked up today. One was Isaiah 61, wasn't it?
2: Yes, Isaiah 60 verses 1 and 2 says, Arise, shine, for your light is come. And the glory, the kavod, the glory, that's a weighty heaviness of the Lord, is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord, Jehovah shall rise upon you and his glory, his kavod shall be seen Same. upon you. And the Gentiles shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. That's verses one through three. And wow. I believe it's at least threefold. I think yeah. it's talking to Jesus because he's rising and shining like you've just described mm-hmm. in heaven. It's also speaking of Israel. God has promised this to Israel mm-hmm. and we Gentiles have been grafted, grafted in. in yes. So it applies to us as well that, you know, here we are in a time where we've got gross darkness going mm-hmm. on the
3: earth right. and yeah.
2: gross darkness on the people. And it's time for us to arise and shine and bring that healing. Uh, just to make a comment about the scripture that you used in Malachi, Mm-hmm. Um, that one in particular, where it says that he will have healing in his wings, that word wings in the Hebrew can also be translated as corners. Mm, yes. And it, ref- it can refer to the corners of the talit or the corners mm-hmm. the, where, oh. where the strands, they call it in Hebrew tzitzit. Uh, that God commanded the children of Israel to make these tassels like, and they tie them in such a way that it has the same number of knots as there are commandments.
3: Wow! Mm -hmm. And
2: so when the woman with the issue of blood reached out and touched the hem of Jesus' garment, she was probably reaching out and touching the tzitzit, the tassel, Tassel, on his prayer shawl or just, you know, whatever they were using in those days. I'm not sure exactly what it was. But the healing came to her through that corner of yeah. his tassel.
1: Now, what about Jairus' daughter? The father, the custom was he laid the tallit over the child. Yes, mm-hmm. that the child the would, spoke,
2: would have been wrapped in yeah, it, and and her Jesus
1: father's tallit. And he spoke
2: to the tallit. Yes. He said, Talita
1: kumi. Talita It spoke to the tallit.
2: To arise, to yeah. arise. Yeah, arise, tallit. And, and the baby, the, the, <laughs> and child, the child arose. The child was under with, the tallit. Yeah, the child arose inside right. of it. Wow. So, so there's another picture of healing and healing in the rays of the sun. Okay. I've got another scripture for that. And that is okay. in Habakkuk chapter three, where yes. it okay. says in, I'm going to bring verses three and four, God came from Timan or from the South mm-hmm. and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Silah. So you can stop and think about it. Picture Mm -hmm. picture God coming from this place. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. Yes. And his brightness or brilliancy or clear shining was as the light. And he had, now this is King James, and he had horns coming out of his hand. But that word horns can also be translated bright beams.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
2: So there you've got these bright beams coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. So in other words, his power was hidden in his side until he was pierced on the cross. Right. And out out came the blood and the water. And, you know, all of those things that in his piercing, in the beating that he took that caused what you saw of the blood spurting as as a mist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's where we have our healing. All of the healing power that was in him, as I see it, as he was on the cross and as he took that beating, all of that power of healing that was in him was being released into the Earth's atmosphere to be mm-hmm. available to us to access for healing
1: mm, wow
0: well that you know goes along with what I was saying that I really believe just that each and every one of us is connected to that being that was coming from those crown
3: mm-hmm. you know what I
0: mean and it's not like a, a the beam will follow upon what I was thinking or seeing rather was that not that the being, um was like covering you and Phil together, but you had your beam and Phil has his beam. Mm
3: -hmm. Each
0: person had their own being that was connected to Jesus. Sure. You know? So it wasn't a blanket beam, just like I talk about a blanket love. Mm -hmm. It literally was a beam of healing that was given to that person so that they can express that in the planet. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. You know? So it wasn't um That each person, you know, like sometimes people say, well, uh, the mantle, I want that mantle or I want this. And it it wasn't like you're taking something from somebody else or like when left you guys something you have your own. That mm-hmm. was created just for you, and it's coming from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's why we hear, you know, if we lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Mm-hmm. And that's not a gift in the sense of, like people say, the gift of healing.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But Jesus is literally giving that ability in each and every born again person,
3: mm-hmm. you know, to have. Yes, and
0: some may you. say, what about those that are not born? They have not accessed that light for them to be able to express what Jesus Christ has created for them to be able to do on the planet. You know, um, hugging to me is great and I love doing it, but I'm a two, four hugger. One is to receive from the person, but also one is to give. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, and yeah. I'm praying that when I hug someone that I'm releasing that healing or whatever needs to be done with that person from me to them,
3: mm-hmm. you know, yes,
0: I remember uh, coming back and being in the hospital room. I think I may have said this story before, and I knew that something was on me and I wanted to give it away to everybody and anybody. So I hugged everybody in those first few um, days of me coming back and being in my body um, because I wanted to impart in them something. Mm-hmm. Now, what if you ask me what it was? I cannot tell you. Right. I just knew it was good. Mm hmm. And I wanted to give it to them. And to the point that I tell you the story about the man that got healed after he broke his neck.
2: No, Mm. tell us.
0: Well, what happened was uh, just to set the um, stage a little bit. Here I am in the hospital and I'm recovering from dying. You know what I mean? (laughs) And about uh, two rooms down from me was another man in ICU his son and my son had been going to um, Christ for the nation's Bible college there in uh, Texas. Mm-hmm. And both of them were rushing back uh, because their dads were in trouble. Me wow. in the sense of what happened to me and this guy, uh, because his dad had uh, fell off a ladder or something and broke his neck. Mm-hmm. And so he was, he was being, he was paralyzed and he couldn't move. And so I, uh, here I am in my room sitting up and the boy and his dad, sister come in the room to um, see me my mom wanted them to come in because my mom was there my wife was there my son was there and i was talking to them and everything like that but i knew i had something on me to Mm -hmm. do that i wanted to give so i grabbed the little girl she's 12 years old and i gave her a big hug and i said now go hug your daddy okay And she smiled and everything. And soon after that, she left and she went down the hallway, which is only about two, two maybe three rooms down the hallway in ICU. And she hugged her daddy and he was healed.
3: Glory to God. He
0: was healed in that moment. Because wow. I knew there was something on me and I was trying to give it away to as many people as possible. Oh. And that's the same thing I'm saying here with this crown that was on Jesus' head that looked like the sun and the light coming out. We have things to give away in the way of healing. Mm-hmm. Now, it may look different. Mm-hmm. And whoever and whatever they can receive or what it is. I always believe if I pray for someone, they're better off than when I didn't pray for them. That's good. Now, no yeah. one else may say, well, I didn't get this and I didn't see the manifestation here. I don't know all about that. I just know that something better was happening for them after the prayer than before the prayer.
2: Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> you know? you. Yeah. And I
0: believe it has something to do with this, This um, what we've been talking about. And even you're talking about those garments. Because I've heard that before, and and most people don't go into the details that you guys just did, and they'll stop there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I thought it's more than that. But in the the symbolism that you talk about, I could see God doing that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could just see God yeah. ha- having. And and it's not the garment; it's the symbolism that it that it represents. And a lot of times, we'll start worshiping the material goods. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of looking at what God is really trying to get across here. Right. And maybe that's what we're doing today in this broadcast is to say there's more to that than just the looking at the material goods. Right. You know, and if we think about Jesus and he said he put on us the robe of righteousness, mm-hmm. what would that look like? Oh, well, yeah. I can tell you that it looks like a light. You oh. know what I mean? But the reality of it, that means that we would have the same garments you're talking about, and we wear them all the time.
2: Yes, mm. yes. And and the thing that you've been saying all along in trying to go deeper in connecting to the Hebrew Scriptures is that the whole thing that God gave to Moses for all of these rules and commandments and do this and don't do that were to establish a type and a shadow it was to establish a symbol symbolism it was to establish here's what it looks like on the planet as an imitation of the reality of what's Mm -hmm. in heaven okay and i think what you're saying as you're talking about this this garment of this robe of righteousness and, and it's light so the corners of the tallit would be tassels which would have, like, multiple strings. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so think of those multiple strings as these rays. Yes. Okay, so so the strings are, like, they're extending out from this place where you meet with God. The, yeah. the, the people who are using these, they're, like, putting it over their head to create a prayer closet, to yeah. shut out the world, shut out the distractions, and they grab a hold of the corners— and they hold them while they're praying. Yeah, and I think that's that's a like another picture of, of what you're talking about. But going back to Habakkuk three or Habakkuk, depending on how you pronounce it, um, <laughs> my daddy taught me Habakkuk. Uh, so this this thing about the horns or the rays coming out of his hand. Yes, I looked up that word in the Strongs, and it does mean horn like a horn of strength, but it can also be a horn of oil, like yes. Samuel used to anoint David. He poured yes. the horn of oil on him. So this these rays are also perhaps representative of the anointing. Mm.
0: Yes, they Beautiful. are. They okay. are. I, I agree with that, you know. So yes.
2: And and so here's here's the other piece that, that I'm seeing is that Jesus came here as the Messiah. Okay, the word Messiah is Moshiach in in yes. Hebrew, and it means the Anointed One.
3: Yes, yeah.
2: And the word Christ, Christos, means the, the Anointed, anointed one. one. Yes. So we as Christians are yes. intended to be Anointed Ones, carrying yes, right. that mm. you and I, each one of us, every listener, has their own. Can I call it an umbilical cord? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) that that connects us individually. Like you know, if you've got multiple babies in the womb, every one of them has their own umbilical cord. That's right. And so every single one of us has a connection to our father. Has a connection to the Anointed One. It's a connection of anointing, of light, of this this projection of. Something that's coming from heaven, from the the Lord himself, he's wrapped us into that. He's connected us into that so that we can accomplish something that's on his heart in the earth. Is that correct? Have I got that right?
0: Yeah, I you know, and probably from my my perspective of looking at that is is um, then thinking a lot of times people will say this to church to church to church. Well, the church is made of individuals, right? So if yeah. if individuals are not doing their piece, mm-hmm. you know, we could uh, make it very uh, what do you say global and and what we're saying, but the reality of it is, my I'm asking, it's individuals. need to grab a hold of this and run with it and understand that they have the ability through the ability cord you were talking about are the raise or the tassel to be able to do these things to help other people on the planet and that isn't for their glory it's just really being a pass on of god's glory through them Mm -hmm. and so i could see you know we're always talking about a great awakening our revival but that need to start within our own individual cells first yes and um, lift the power that's already been given to us
3: mm-hmm. to yeah.
0: flow through us for others I could see that very much uh, in us having this discussion about what I saw when with Jesus there and it was and there was think about it was Jesus was going along with his you know whatever he was doing. He wasn't concentrating on his, his his son or the crown on his head and saying, well, is it doing what it's supposed to be doing, looking up and making sure the rays are still being sent out? <laughs> he wasn't even concerned in the sense, I would say, of, of making sure it was not linked to the side or, you know, and he moved around. He didn't stand still. Mm-hmm. You know, he wasn't just sitting there or or anything. He was moving around, and those rays still were coming from him, whatever he was doing.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah. And, and and talking to you, I've never really described it that way with people, uh, yeah. with anybody. I've talked about the, the the crown and what it looked like, but the thing about Jesus. It was. It wasn't like he was thinking. Okay, I got to make sure this is going on. I got to turn this on, like switching the light. It was just natural for mm-hmm. him, mm-hmm. sure, to, to have this happening. Uh, you know, when I was there, and everybody there, it, it was natural to see it. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't like anybody was wowing about what was happening on on his head and and saying, "Wow, look at that! The colors changed." You know, mm. <laughs> it's, like, wow. it's like that. You know,
1: yeah. It's, uh, it's like we have a, a spiritual umbilical cord. Right. Yeah. To the yeah. inner man. To the inner man. Yeah.
0: To the yep. inner man. And how can we better take notice of it, and I hate to say advantage of it, but use it in a better way than we've been doing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. on the planet. I don't, maybe some places, you guys have traveled more than I have through a lot of places. And so I don't, I don't see a lot of times us, Um, using maybe what we call the gifts or the ability that we have to to be able to move forward with people and have them free. You know, you guys have any comment on that?
2: Well, my, my only thought is that it's really about the Holy spirit, because one of the things that, that it says in, in the book of acts talking about Jesus, that he was anointed with the Holy spirit. Right, mm-hmm. And when the Holy Spirit came down on him at his baptism, it came down and stayed on him. So the anointing and the oil that comes from Holy Spirit, I love what you talk about uh, with G5, you know, that that Galatians 5 is mm-hmm. where we need to be focusing, at least in, in some part, that, that we are mm-hmm. allowing the Holy Spirit to develop the character of Jesus in us in yes. in the fruit of love Jesus is that our father is love and joy and peace and patience long suffering <laughs> right, and right. kindness and faith all of these things come forth from that oil of anointing that is in us that is on us from the holy spirit right and I, so yeah. i th- i think part of our problem is that we as human beings on the planet. We're so used to thinking and seeing in the natural realm mm-hmm. and yeah. thinking of the even thinking about the business side of, of ministry, <laughs> right. you know that we forget <laughs> about the importance of just letting the Holy Spirit be and do through us. I, I've been talking about cooperating with the right, Lord, right. that he he's he's the leader, we're the follower, we flow, yeah. flow with yeah. him. There's a beautiful picture on, on the cover of one of Sister Gwen's books. It's called To Be Like Jesus. And yeah. it's a picture of two doves that are in flight together. And they're just, they're like right up against each other. And they're, every mm-hmm. move is is going together. You, you know, you see that in, in some of these mating flights of, of birds, that there's a synchronization that comes and I think that's what the, this anointing is really all about is that that we synchronize with Holy Spirit that we we get in the back seat and let him drive
3: yeah
0: yeah I'm a, I'm in agreement with you on the on the Holy Spirit I, I that's the game changer um to me from the Old Testament to the New Testament yeah. um because you know you you know the story of how yeah he he was with them but with with us he's in us exactly and so because of that we have a whole different realm i i don't i even talking to you right now i'm i'm just imagining those rays they penetrate us and the reason they penetrate us is because we have the holy spirit on the inside of us
3: very true. you know hmm.
0: because i knew it wasn't people that were not born again i knew that it had to be what we call those that are being true children of god and you have to be born again to be able to that area so Sharon, and saying that to you and phil i really believe that connection is through the holy spirit which resides on the inside of us to be able to do these things yes you know and i think probably part of my digging out things is to try to get people to connect even closer to that which already resides on the inside of you, mm-hmm. which is through the Holy Spirit. This is one of the things that God has given us through the Holy Spirit that we can go out and do, you know, lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Yes. And and it's just not physical laying hands on the sick in the sense of people with physical ailments. It's also the emotional. Oh, I think so. right now in our world, emotional issues are greater than the physical ones not saying that they're not there mm-hmm. but i've seen people be healed and still emotionally damaged mm-hmm. if you know what wow. <laughs>
3: true true and,
0: and victimism is a big thing as you guys know in sure. our in our in our country to be the victim <laughs> in our country right now. You could run for president of the United States and not not you know picking on anybody, but I'm saying victimizing is is huge mm-hmm. in the United States and yet that is a really a mental drain on us to be victorious. Am right. I correct, you guys?
2: Yes. Yes. Now tell us about that from heaven's point of view.
0: In the sense of victims? Yeah. Well, there's no victims in heaven. Exactly. We're
3: overcomers, <laughs> you know,
0: and from a heavenly point of view, we are overcomers uh, in all situations, mm-hmm. you know, and and I even uh, you allude to the Holy Spirit. You know, there's things that we'll go through, but the Holy Spirit will tell us how to go through them. Right. Mm-hmm. you know, to be a to be an overcomer. But, you know, we, we're not I, I, I don't want to say we're worse off than anybody else. Uh, in 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 the century, because I believe when Jesus Christ walked the planet, they had their issues too. Oh
3: yeah, you know, there was serious persecution.
0: <laughs> there was serious persecution, but there were also perverts, the perverted um, mm-hmm. attitudes of of society sure. as a whole. You know, my studies of the Roman Empire, it mm-hmm. was perverted. Yeah. Absolutely it was nasty. Good. It was terrible. Yeah. And yet, here comes Jesus Christ during that time frame to shine that light in darkness. So I know people can say it's dark. No, I human beings. I think we've had those darknesses off and on throughout our history Mm -hmm. of being on this planet. Mm -hmm. But the reality of it is still uh, God said we can shine. We don't have to be uh, a victim. We can be a victorious person, even in those situations. And I think a lot of times when we read in our Bible, where Paul is writing, he's writing to people that are being persecuted, pushed down, mm-hmm. shoved around, and he's telling them, "No, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to His purpose." You know, it's one of the hardest scriptures for us to grasp and run with. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's inside of us because of the Holy Spirit. And um, sometimes when it looks like it's the worst thing in the world, you know, I just went through that whole thing with my daughter, mm-hmm. and when she was going through her situation and you two know about and mm-hmm. everyone else is hearing about it. And I remember my plan and and then God had a different plan and my plan I thought was the best plan.
3: Mm-hmm. And God
0: comes up with his plan and it makes my plan look like it would have been the worst plan.
3: Right, right.
0: <laughs> God uh-huh. God did so miraculously what he wanted to do. The only thing I, I can say is that when he told me my job was to to say nothing, which I didn't, And to be an armor bearer for my daughter to go through this, which I did, you know, it made me look good. Do you understand? (laughs) But I'll tell you the truth: my I wanted to my plan, and God had His plan. And looking at that and seeing that. Thinking about all the things on the planet and what's going wrong across the the world mm-hmm. and, and thinking that people, you know, here we are at least getting the broadcast about the Gospels on the air. In some countries like uh, North Korea, as you do this, you're going to put in the labor camps for yeah. the next 20 or 30 years, you know, that right. type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And so and yet we got Christians over there loving the Lord and still yeah. moving forward like they're victorious instead
1: of a victim.
2: Well, exactly, yeah. and I think that has something to do with with Jesus having been the victim for all of us.
1: You know, when, uh, yeah, when when Jesus came the first time, it was like a one world government. It was Rome. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You know, then now we're we're hearing we've been hearing for years about you know the new world order of one world government. You know that's been been out there like fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty years, and yeah. it's just like history repeating itself. Yeah. You know. yeah.
2: but but when Jesus comes back we're going to have, we'll have a one government world government
1: under but he'll be in charge. <laughs> he'll be in charge
0: <laughs> but his government is pure yeah. and it's not like the government we have today um where we are still trying to get our way in doing things I, when I was in heaven it's a one you could say it's a it's a one heavenly government okay? yes of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's not like people think you, you don't lose any rights you have more rights than you ever would have here on the planet right yeah. You know, um, wow. you have more joy than you would ever have. You you know, in pursuit of happiness, you don't have to pursue happiness. Happiness pursues you. Ooh. you know?
1: mm, I love that. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That's
1: good. That sounds good. like Deuteronomy twenty eight. So, Blessings will chase after you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Yes, you're right. And so when we talk about that, and 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 I know people say with a, with a heavy hand or iron, they talk about the rule. All that is is things that we should be doing. But you'll have the ability to do them. It won't be hard for you to be able, it Ain't right. like, I don't want to do this. So I'm going to do it because if I don't, Jesus is going to come down hard on me. You know, thinking that way.
3: Right. <laughs> right.
0: You're thinking like what we have to do on the planet now, because, you know, we have that tree of knowledge that was of good and evil. And and every one of us got impacted by it. Mm-hmm. But in heaven, man. Mm-hmm. Eh. It is not an issue. So that's what's overtaking. It's going to overtake this realm here, this earth here. And when it does, you're you're going to have a, you guys have, I'm looking at your picture right now. It's a beautiful smile. Beautiful (laughs) smile. That's the norm. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's
2: it. That's it.
0: But I wanted to bring that up about that ray. Uh, those rays on Jesus's head, I, I think about them quite often as I am traveling, the connection that I have even on the planet to those rays to be able to accomplish what God wants me to accomplish. There's so many things that take place through us. I'm talking about you, Phil, and I'm talking about you, Sharon, that because of being connected to Jesus with those rays um, coming from, you know, what would look like the crown, uh, you know, on his head, man, it just we can we do a whole lot because of that in helping people through the planet, and and I don't think we even realize the magnitude of that when we're seeing things happen with people on this planet.
2: Yeah, that's true. Oh. You know what what you were saying about Romans eight twenty eight about all things working together for good to them that love the Lord and and are called according to His purpose. I never had seen it cuz we we quote that by itself so often
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but
2: just not so very long ago I you know in reading it again I can't tell you how many times I've read Romans 8 and I love the <laughs> whole chapter but I had never really connected it with the two verses ahead of that cuz we tend to put them separate they're they're like two mm-hmm. separate thoughts to us but i believe they're connected where it says likewise the spirit also helps our infirmities yes for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit yeah. itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered or sighs that that are that that can't be expressed right. um size too too deep for words i think is one of the one of the translations and he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of god and we know that all All things things work together for good because he's doing that process of intercession through us we have no idea how each one of us just in a sigh or in a yeah. groan or, oh, oh, you know, some kind of a sound, mm-hmm. whether we're praying in tongues or not even. But praying in tongues is huge, huge in causing things to work together for good. But I I mm-hmm. feel like, t- t- tell me if this is true, I feel like our Father prepared all of those details ahead of us, knowing what our, our choices were going to be and the choices of all the people around us and the choices of all, all of our ancestors to cause all of that to work together for good, mm-hmm. that he's mm-hmm. already got it planned ahead of time. Not like we have to do it because he's planned it that way, but because he knows mm-hmm. what our choices are going to be. Um, that, But he's, he's already got it orchestrated mm-hmm. so that just the right thing will be in the right place at the right time to cause it to come together for good. If I got that right, am I understanding correctly from I, heaven's I, point of view? I
0: believe that it's that way. For me, it's that way. I don't know about you guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, <it> <laughs> I,
0: I, I've come to the uh, realization I don't need to know the whole road anymore. I just yeah. need to know what He wants me to do at the moment, right? And so, um, you know, I get up in the morning and I pray and, and pray for you guys and your family, and I pray for others. And during that time frame, I'm figuring I'm connected to my Father, yeah. and and one of the things is I have plans that I put forth and then I always say no Lord you have plans I want your plans
3: Absolutely, and
0: I don't always know what his plans are until I'm really upon the plan
3: mm-hmm. you
0: understand mm-hmm. what I mean Yeah. and sometimes I think oh man God you know we have you got me going a whole different direction but there's peace in that mm-hmm. when I went out to do this funeral in, uh, in uh, last memorial service rather in, in uh, Seattle area in People don't know this. I live in Virginia and I had to be back here by Sunday. So I'm flying out Thursday to go. And my planes are, of course, being canceled because, of you all know, the bad weather that's going on. Yeah. But I was in such peace. And I just remember saying to myself, I'm in this peace and I'm staying here.
3: Good. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like know that. what
0: the rest of the time is going to be like. I don't know, you know, if I'm going to be able to really get back and not. I had people praying and everything, but I'm in peace and I'm staying here.
3: Oh, that's, <laughs> that's so all I can good. say to myself, you know?
0: Wow. Out, mm-hmm. you know, and it did work out, you know, and there was no anxious moments within my body um, for it not working out. And I got back in time and got up the next morning, came in late, but got up the next morning and went and did what <laughs> I needed to do. And I was tired, super, super physically tired. Mm. And I remember getting up there knowing that Jesus was going to show up. And he did. Mm-hmm. He did exactly what he was going to do. And as soon as I was done sharing and feel, I remember going back to sit down by my wife, and it felt like someone just dropped the lead on top of me. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. And, and, and people said, You should be tired. I said, I am tired. He said, But it didn't look like you were tired up there. Unless <laughs> well, Jesus. Mm-hmm.
3: You know? Odontic- All
0: I know is that like you're saying about all things work together for good. And, and, and those things, you know, were operating within me. And I just was in the peace and I was staying there. I didn't care what it looked like, what people were announcing over the intercom there in the airports. I was in peace. Beautiful. I was going to stay there. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me a little like our, one of our friends that had mentioned about, uh, it was Catherine Coleman, or she's like a like a nervous cat to get onto the stage, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe what a lot of people didn't know is just, she says, I have to get on that stage because the Holy Spirit is out there because mm-hmm. I know I totally rely on him, you yeah. know, because without him, I am nothing. And that's why it wasn't until she got onto the stage where she had that peace and everything just flowed. Yeah. I thought, that that's really amazing. You wouldn't think that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the word peace in, in Hebrew, of course, is shalom. When it, the Bible says in in the book of Isaiah, "You will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you," and mm-hmm. and that word that's translated "perfect peace" in the Hebrew is shalom shalom. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's a double of shalom. It's not just one shalom. It's two shaloms, and that that makes it perfect peace. Yeah, mm. and it comes from a word. Of course, we we know that it means. Nothing missing and nothing broken. But it comes from a word or it's related to a word that also means paid in full. Wow. Mm -hmm. So our friend Claren, you know Claren. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I remember. Yeah, he lived in in, uh, Israel for 12 years. And he told us that that when he would go to pay his electric bill, for instance, Mm -hmm. that they would stamp it Shalem in other words, paid, Paid. <laughs> paid. Yeah. complete, it's complete. complete. It's done. It's been done. You know, whatever, whatever needed to be done has been done. Wow. And wow. that, that's where, that's where we can walk in that peace because Jesus paid it all.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. I, I, that is really powerful in itself, you know, that we could do that in that piece. I really believe us talking about it, um Sharon and Phil it still has something to do with those those lights I saw coming mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Jesus's head that yeah. looked like a crown you know yeah. I, I I think we're uh, uh doing the tip of the uh, iceberg on this one. <laughs> oh right yeah I'm here. sure I'm you sure. know and I think as as we're talking other people are going to start having things come back to mind for them but this is on Jesus's head and there's a reason it's on the top of his head mm-hmm. it's not under his feet you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not on the side of him, but it's on, on top of his head. Mm-hmm. And so uh, mm-hmm. this is something that's with him all the time. If he was on the planet and he was subject to time here, we say 24-7. Okay. Right,
3: right, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he's not subject to time. So I can't really say 24-7 because they don't have that there. Right. But the reality of it is that uh, it, it's something that he is, it is part of him, you know, when I was there. You know, I could say my guessing is he didn't get it until after he rose from from the grave. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't absolutely say that because I wasn't there be- before the time he rose mm-hmm. from the grave.
3: Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right.
0: So I can only tell you, I just knew it was a part of him that was something that we were connected to. And it had to do with healing. It's for the nations. We're mm-hmm. literally have that ability to heal nations,
3: Amen. not
0: just, you know, one person, but nations, you know, and I think that we would do what we were connected to do. And we see more and more healing take place um, throughout the nation as a whole. Just, to, and, and I think it's driven by the Holy Spirit within us. Like you, you were saying, you know, the Holy Spirit on the inside of us tells us where to move, how to move, when to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we would have to get out of some, I think, of our selfishness, uh, you know, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's yeah. a key. You I know, think yeah. that's a key. and selfishness is not always what it, you know, I think it is sometimes like I want to do something. I want to go have fun, but I know I need to do something else. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All mm-hmm. right, I need to go have fun and, and I'm doing something else. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah yeah So, but i think only the holy spirit uh, is the one that helps us to define when when one is needed and the other one is not needed mm-hmm. and i just say that for myself you know because there's times when i don't want to really do that you guys know what i mean you know mm-hmm. having a ministry and there's a lot of paperwork to go along with it
3: <laughs> oh, oh yeah my. Oh, my.
1: yeah <laughs>
0: People people see you in front of people and on the stage. And I remember seeing those people up there and thinking, whoa, that looks like that's fun. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know the rest of the... Stuff behind nice the screen.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, absolutely.
0: They go the law with it. And in your case, you guys have that big old compound. And so all those little things that take place to get, you know, mm-hmm. and you probably yeah. have a number, number of people that come there and say, you need to take care of this and you need to take care of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is wrong. That is wrong, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. You need to fix this. You need to do that. <laughs> Everybody's got lots of wonderful ideas. <laughs>
1: yeah, they do. And so, you know,
0: like when I go to the hotel rooms and I'm in the hotels and they've got a ding in the wall or the, the, the shower ain't like this. And, you know, they got what maybe about... Uh, hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and twenty rooms. Yeah,
1: right. Your, the air conditioner doesn't what what the thermostat says <laughs> isn't what the what the heating the air conditioning is doing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Uh, so people don't realize those things. But you know, by the Holy Spirit, you know, I always purpose in my heart, and I think you guys do too. We spend time with the Father and and Jesus, and I really help. That helps me to be able to do what I'm doing. You know, I I really rely on Him to. Guide me on my priorities, but I come to him to get the. So I was like, "Okay, this is the day, Father. What? Well, how do you have a plan for me?"
2: Right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's he said "Well, you need to." That's something that uh, I think, okay, you know what you're doing. So, and and he does. He just he knows. You know? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I just get to smile a lot and say, okay.
2: <laughs> well, I have one more thought about this, uh, about the rays and, okay. and being connected to his head. And, and my thought is this. It's said through, I think in more than one place, Paul talks about how we are the body yeah. of Christ and he is the head. Yes. Yeah. So in a natural physical body, we have a nervous system. Mm-hmm. through which travels some kind of energy, you know, some have have talked about it as being electric or chemical or some combination thereof or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> so so that each muscle will contract or whatever you know, or or the it'll it'll make your heart beat or and right. it's all connected to the head. Wow. So Jesus being our head mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if this crown of a gazillion rays, one for each of us, is sort of like, a little bit like that kind of connection that the human body has to the brain where the brain gives it orders of things to do, you know, there's the autonomic nervous system right. that, that, you know, it's going to make your heart beat whether you think about it or not. Mm-hmm. And then there's another right. part of the brain that causes you to think and do things. But mm-hmm. they're like right. breathing. You don't, you can think about breathing and breathe. But you yeah. don't usually think about breathing and you're still breathing. Yeah. And, yes. and I think that, that the Holy Spirit is doing those kinds of things in us. And the more we connect with him through the word and the more we connect with him through prayer and walking with right. him and communing with him, that those things are being accomplished that he is doing through us, whether we realize it or not.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe that, too, um, Sharon. I believe that very strongly. Um, one of the things that... Um, I try to get people to understand Mm -hmm. us that are born again and know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, is that we do a lot more for the kingdom of God than we realize a lot of times. And um, we sometimes want to recognize everything we do for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. And there's some times that are so natural to us that we don't even know. It's like, I want to be spiritual and we don't realize we are being spiritual <laughs> at that moment,
3: you know, Beautiful. because
0: it's such a natural thing. Like you just said, I'm glad you brought that up, you know, because I i, I see that so much on the on the planet being back here mm-hmm. that um, people are striving to uh, to an area. And yet they don't realize they they're already in an area of that same realm that they're striving to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you've heard me say this before. People sometimes They'll come up and they'll say, well, I need more and I need more and I need more. And and, and mm-hmm. I think what they don't realize they have a lot already, mm-hmm. but they gotten used to it. It's mm-hmm. like a, a hot tub of water. If you sit in it long <laughs> enough, you get used to the hotness in the mm-hmm. tub.
3: Yeah,
0: It mm-hmm. just means that you need to move to another tub or to a different area. It doesn't mean you're going backwards because some people feel... I'm going slipping. I'm slipping, you know. And, but the reality of it is that you need to move to the next. I call it realm. We yeah. talked about that earlier. Mm-hmm. To realms, mm-hmm. you know, that God has mm-hmm. more realms for you to enter into. Mm-hmm. You know, so yes. I I'm in a hundred percent agreement with you that I just believe we do things, and I expect myself. I don't know about anybody else. I expect myself to walk in the Spirit twenty four seven. I yeah. I expect it, even if I don't feel like it. I expect it. You know, wow. and so I in doing that because I'm a spiritual being, I know that I know that I don't know about anybody else, but I know I'm a spiritual being when <laughs> I left his body and okay. went to be with the father and Jesus. I knew I was a spiritual being, Amen.
3: <laughs>
0: and the, and that spiritual being was more alive and real than this physical body is. Mm-hmm. I was talking to it today, this body. I was talking about how some things. I said, "I don't know about you, you know. I, I can leave you in a moment." <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know?
2: Didn't your body it talk back to you once.
1: once? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't you ever do that again? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I, I I I could leave it in a moment and and wouldn't miss it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Something, you know. And knowing that if I left the planet like my brother Randy did left a few weeks ago, you know, that I'll be that I'll be with people again, the yes. same mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lose any love for anybody that I love right now. Is that mm-hmm. good news?
3: That's yeah. beautiful it's, news. We, we mm-hmm.
0: don't think that way. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it's just that you love somebody what do you think? You're going to even love a more pure in heaven than you do on the planet.
2: Yes, mm-hmm.
1: absolutely. yes absolutely. So I'm
0: excited about what you. You can tell that excited me just hearing <laughs> you say that because yeah. I hear. I think that's where people get the victim from. Oh, you know yeah. Yeah. that they don't realize that they are doing things in the spiritual realm at times. You know, I also we we were talking about those tassels on the uh,
2: and the tali uh, the prayer shop. garment. Mm-hmm.
0: When the rays are going up, they looked at like their singular, and then they start splitting. After a while, and I could think of those tassels you were talking mm-hmm. about yeah. on the garment, mm-hmm. and how their strings are splitting off. Yeah, that's what you really have more of that. So I wonder, you know, I always look at those things, and I know somebody had to have a vision. Someone had to see this stuff to be able to do
2: that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I can't help but wonder if that goes all the way back to what Moses saw on the mount. You know, because yeah, I really yeah. believe that that he saw into heaven and he saw yeah. the heavenly version and he, God said, here's how you do it on the earth. Yeah. For, I mean, for, I mean that for a too. picture of
3: it. Yeah.
2: Um, well, as we close, would you pray for our listeners?
0: Yes. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, I thank you for each and every person that is listening to this broadcast. I thank you that they tuned in. This is no accident that they're hearing us discuss what we're discussing. This is for them, Father, to move forward in your kingdom in a more mightier way than they have even previously, are doing right now. I thank you, Lord, that as we have talked and opened some doors, that they are now going to go through those doors. And boy, are they going to see the the light, the glory, the illumination that takes place in their life. And Lord, I I thank you that you're telling me this is not just for them as individuals, but this is for them and their families. Mm -hmm. Wow, this is good news to hear this, Father, that you are reclaiming their families
3: yes Yes, everyone that's hearing this even
0: myself you're reclaiming their families you're you are going after their families Mm. the those connections of that crown with the rays coming off Mm. you're reaching out to other people and literally wow you know people are starting to be moved to to talk to our families so father I'm going to say thank you, and I'm thanking you for each and every person that's listening, that they're going to see that see that also, and they're going to see a harvest come in of their families and people being saved yes, and, and recommitted back to you. Yes. Wow, Lord, and in afresh. You. I hear the amen. word afresh. Thank you, Jesus. Wow, you're going to refresh a, a lot of families out there. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.
2: amen. Wow. Wow. Thank you so much. That was good. That was very good. And we just encourage people to go to your website and your YouTube channel to get more of the wonderful things that the Lord has showed you that you share on your YouTube channel and and your story on your website. So there's good materials out there at deanbraxton.com. Yes. Amen. Amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast... Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.